I'm gonna keep it mine, y'all know. Just slap it, I keep it right Here we go. Oh, I'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We each and every Saturday morning, it's from 7 to 9 a.m. Got a lot of things going on, a lot of things to talk about, but one thing, this is happens oh, about four times a year. We have to raise money We're in the midst of our spring press drive now. And, uh, but before we get to our asking for more, we definitely need it. Uh, we, um, just like to thank the people that pledged in last pledge drive. Now, I will call your name once, but many of these people that I'm going to be calling, they pledged more than once. So, and I definitely thank you for that. I'd like to thank Eddie Gilliam, uh, Dennis McQueenie, uh, Ratty Dolores Jones, Bill Rivas, Travis Johnson, Vaughn Wallace, Tony Morris, Dwayne Brown, Francis Smith, Kelvin Reed, Leroy Gibson, Leon Holman, Robert Petrie, Zonia Kelly, Curtis Reed, James Collins, James Busby, Ike Sting, Joyce Foreman, Oliza Dello, uh, Don Reese, Kenneth Rhodes, James Smith, Lorenzo Mitchell, Robert Hodges. Now, I'll tell you what, that list would be more than twice as long for individual pledges because some of you pledge wow. And some pledge one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six times. And <laughs> the last pressure. I certainly thank you for that. Certainly thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Some pledge three. Uh, and just, oh, yeah. This just really was wonderful. We uh, was calling for your pledge this morning. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. That is the number to call in your tax-deductible pledge and to make a pledge to this program. So we are calling for pledges this morning. Now, you can call in. You can call in, use the number to make your pledge, and also you can talk at that number. Well, we have definitely a whole lot to talk about. But it's just that uh, business has to be taken care of. In order for uh, the station to even stay on the air, we have to raise money. There are stations that have gone off the air uh, that people thought would be around forever, but they're not. They're gone. K3N, no longer on the air. There are other stations no longer on the air. But K-N-O-N, we're still here. Why are we still here? Because of you. You keep us on the air. And we certainly appreciate it. We certainly appreciate all that you all do. And we, we do our very best to represent you as best as we possibly can. Speak up for you as best as we possibly possibly can. Inform you the best we possibly can. 
let you know what's going on. We're on your side. We're on your side. And you should certainly prove that you're on our side. So this morning we're going, we are asking for our tax deductible pledges, your tax deductible pledges to be coming in. 972-647-1893. That is the number to call. 972-647-1893. That number. That's the magic number. Yes, we are really proud. I'm really proud of my listeners. I have the best audience they is. I have a great audience. Good people, good people, great people. Kind and generous. Y'all are both kind and generous. Usually something is missing, but with my group, my people, ah, nothing's missing. Nothing's missing. Yeah, we just want to thank you and petition you to make that pledge, this pledge drive to 972-647-1893. If you like to talk, if you like to uh, make a pledge, call me. 972-647-1893. Yeah, that's the number to call. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Because now, we I don't want you to get this made. Because, oh my God, there's so much happening. You're wondering, when are they going to stop killing our people? Whom are the law enforcement agencies of America Stop killing black people. What can we do about this? What more? What can we do? It just has to be answered. This is ridiculous. Since the Floyd verdict, we had so many incidents of our people being murdered. It's unreal. Do you believe the police is going to try to prove to us and show to us that verdict means nothing up there in Minneapolis? They're going to kill just as many as they've been killing? Is that what that verdict means to them? I wonder. What will stop it? What can stop it? Yes. Will the death penalty have to be given out? We'll have to play the eye for an eye, two for two. Will that have to be, is that the only way to stop this madness? This is ridiculous in North Carolina. They went there to kill that man. Talking about Andrew Brown in North Carolina. They went there to kill it. And, and won't show the the uh, film they have on this won't show it. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad. But we're taking care, we're going to take care of business right now. 
972-647-1893. And I thank all of you who are already calling and taking care of business. Y'all are calling, taking care of business now. But you can always talk on my show. Yes, we got people that have so many people that have pledged so much. We thank God for you. We thank God for you. Yes. Yeah, 972-647-1893 is that number to call. We got so many. We're going to talk, but we definitely have to raise some money. Today is May 1st, May 1st, 2021. Ooh. Wow, it's unbelievable. May 1st. Wow. That's something. I started off, what? Started this show, what, 35 years ago? Second Tuesday? In March? 35 years ago? And here it is, May 1st, 2021. And it's worse than it was, in many ways, 35 years ago. People, the impact, it's got to be the Trump effect on these people. He's definitely made them feel really good being racist. Trump make people, we make them be racist and feel good about it. Sort of a little tactic. Ronald Reagan had that gift to stir up the anger and the hatred and make them feel good about it. They get off, they forget all other concepts of life and feel good about hate. What do you think about that? So those of you who are hanging on the lines, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna bring some of y'all. We'll bring y'all on. We just gotta ponder. Ponder this thing. What is it? Why is so much hatred in America? And we have this stupid senator from South Carolina, a black man, the only black man in the Senate in America, says America is not a racist country. Do you agree or disagree with that? I want y'all to tell me. See, America is not a racist country. See, I don't know what country he's living in. He's supposed to be a senator here in the United States. But would you lie and sell your soul just to keep a Senate seat? I know you make a lot of money. But do you not have a conscience? Do you not have dignity in class? Do you not have any caring for your own people? You say anything to stay in office? To say America is not a racist country? Oh, my God. Well, maybe he doesn't know what racism is. Yeah, he knows. 
He's keenly aware of what racism is. 972-647-1893. That's the number to call me. That's the number to call me. All right, Jason, bring me one on. All righty. This is Joe. All righty. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Reverend Ed, how you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Mm-hmm. I just made just made my pledge. And Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you yeah, very much. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss it. You are still around because we like the show. It's a lot of important information that's passed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we the people make contribution, but if mm-hmm. it was not you, that wouldn't be a show. Right. Yeah, but if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't have a show. Believe me, y'all keep me on there. Yeah, it. Uh, you are a wealth of knowledge. And I don't know whether you know it or not. I hear more and more people of other ethnic persuasions calling in. You got a lot of listeners that don't call, but they are they are definitely tuned in. Like I said, mm-hmm. wealth of knowledge. One of those shows that left the air not too long ago, uh, I I could see it come in. I have no real qualms with them. But when you spend all the time trying to uh, tell people how smart you are, uh, you're not going to be around long because people are not interested in how smart they want to participate too if you say it's for the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't embarrass people on the show when they call in. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, some of them don't know what they're talking about. Are they all out in left here? <laughs> you don't embarrass them. You will help them. And mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, plays a great role also because those that don't know many times just need help. Yeah. And you do that in a, in a very humane fashion. That's, that's really oh, good. Thank you. But for time's sake, uh, I want to touch you on three things real quick. Mm-hmm. The big lie. The big lie is just, uh, it's the same as a pretend win. That's all it is. One and the same. Mm-hmm. The big lie is a pretend win. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. They got right. cute uh, words and uh, they can play around with it. But the big lie is a pretend win. Boy, and did he? And he's still hanging on to that night. Oh, oh, you, you got, you got many of them that <laughs> still say, I got a, I got a, a relative in Memphis, Tennessee that's way out in left field. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to stand up, baby, let that go. That's nothing but a pretend win. The other thing, oh, is my receipt. God. receipt, young people, apparently tell their kids, uh, that when they buy something in a store, get your receipt. And take it out with you because they are killing us. They shoot us in the back. They yes, yes, yes. Most uh, a lot of cash registers would automatically generate a receipt. Some mm-hmm. of them will ask you if you want a receipt or not. Get that doggone receipt. Take it at least outside the store, home with you. Get your receipt. Yes, and some proof that you paid. Exactly, exactly. And then finally, I close in here. Uh, in terms of the policemen and why there's so much hate and this type thing. Uh, Clyburn said something last week, and he was spot on, spot on, spot on. Mm-hmm. He said that a lot of information is coming up about training, retraining of the policemen, what have you. He say training is not the real deal. Mm-hmm. He say that will answer some of it. He say the problem is we are hiring the wrong people as policemen. Mm-hmm. And so you can, as Dr. King said back in the day, you can't legislate morality. That's, That's true. Right. You can't legislate. That stuff comes from deep within and the heart. Carbon said the answer to a lot of this. He said we got to pay police for more. You will attract, hopefully, better, better class of people. Better, yeah. A better group of people. Mm-hmm. He said hire the best. And then <clears> you <throat> find out that you got the wrong uh, nutbag, weed him out of the academy early. Get him out. He'll show. He'll show. Weed mm-hmm. him out early. 
But he say, high, pay more, high, better. But uh, mm-hmm. training, we putting our tips on retraining, retraining. That stuff that they did to, that Chauvin did, the academy doesn't teach mess like that. Mm-hmm. If I choke my dog on the street or knee my dog to death on the street, I'll be in handcuffs and go to jail. You better dog. believe it. And you, and it wouldn't be no discussion how long you going to be. You're going to get a long time to exactly. kill your dog. Exactly. I see this old Geiger is trying to get uh, her, well, she had a day in court. She wants to get out. Prison is too hard. Isn't that, isn't that guess, sad? Yeah, I guess her girlfriend in prison is too strong. I've been slapping around or something, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a mess. Have a good day. All right. I thank you. Thank you very much. That clears the line, 972-607-1893. You're up against a short break, and we'll be right back. You can call us, call it, and use that call. Double use it. You can use it for pledge, and you can talk with that call. That 972-647-1893-972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Greg. Greg, all right. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Rembrandt. How are you? Doing well, doing well, ain't yourself? Oh, doing good, good. Blessed, I'm alive. A, a, a very funny re- response to the president's speech. How does a fellow try to make a case for something but contradict himself in his response? Mm-hmm. You know, Rolls Royce and the other high-end luxury, luxury uh, dealers will tell you, if you come on their lot and you ask about their product and you ask for a price, most of the time they will tell you, if you got to ask, you probably can't afford this. <laughs> you can't afford it. You you can't afford it. If you're well, worried about paying for it, you can't afford it. You can't afford it. Well, if it's <clears> nature <throat> that you even pose, if you even pose the question or the statement, America's not racist, tells you something right there. That it is racist. That it is racist. <laughs> he even goes on to say that he posed certain legislation for this and for that, and he defeated his own argument right there. Right. Why would there be a need for you to do this if it wasn't racist? That's right. It was started by racist individuals. It's still to the hilt ran by some, the same minority of those type of racist individuals. Mm-hmm. Until five years ago, you haven't had a different person of a different hue in the main leadership role. Mm-hmm. You just got the first woman in the main one of the main leadership roles mm-hmm. only a year ago, and you say it's not racist? Yeah. By your definition, you say you've been stopped by the police, been called the N-word, you've been called Uncle Tom by some of the some of your political uh, opponents. Mm-hmm. I don't care which side of the aisle they on. If they're Americans, guess what? They part of the system and they racist. Mm-hmm. If your house, half of your house, is infected by is infected by COVID, and the other half isn't, you can't come out of that house and say, "Well, my house is totally well." No, your house is sick. <laughs> yeah, your you can't come out and say his house is COVID free. No, you cannot. You, your house is sick. 
But yep. this man, the only reason he's trotted out, they needed someone of color mm-hmm. to come out and refute it because someone of color is on the other side and the folks that's really making these statements don't mm-hmm. want to appear what? For the mere fact he was responding to the president's address, lets you know it was racist. It because was. they had to get a, they got a, a black to go on okay. and respond to whatever Biden had to say. That lets you know it was racist. COVID killed Herman Cain, so they couldn't try him back out, so now they got the closest thing to him. They Mm -hmm. got enough. (laughs) But that's the only reason he exists. Yeah. Is to respond and to respond in kind. But how does a fella from one of the poorest states in the union and one of the most racist states in the union Mm -hmm. come out and make this statement? That's insane. Yeah. You are in from the state to where a man walked up in a church participated in Bible study, sat there and witnessed and turned around. Sat there and prayed with those people before he killed them. Right. In a church. Yeah. Yeah. And you say it's not racist. And no, but I'm going to tell you what was worse than that to me. The police took him to a buy, what was it, Burger King? uh, McDonald's or whatever one of them. They took him to Burger King. Yeah. You hungry. Let's let's go out and get something to eat. Let's go celebrate a little bit. We're going to have to take you to jail because it's public knowledge. So let's go get something to eat. I guess they went and got what they call that burger. uh, uh, The Big uh, Whopper. A Big Mac? The Whopper? No, it's a Whopper. It's a Whopper. It's a Whopper. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But you say it's not racist, and you have some folks of this whole, well, to be honest, Reverend Barnett, and, and the reason why a lot of this stuff is happening is because after 08 and after 12, mm-hmm. sad to say, but we got into a sense of malaise, and our younger generations had been had been become hypnotized and began to think that we had made it. Hmm. And some of them were even entertaining the argument. Well, why do we have to talk about slavery? We move beyond that. We don't. We we we. we but no, they gotten shown in the last five years. No, not really. Yeah, they it's shown that they have to rethink that whole thing. Yeah. But yes. But look at the mind of a, a youngster, a real youngster. The only president they knew was, was a black was, man. Yeah, was black. Yes. So quite naturally, they would think in that vein. They had yes. not experienced what we've experienced. No. So, no. but the what the what the failure is, we didn't tell them, didn't teach them, teach them, and teach yes. them some more about yeah. how America really is. We failed to That's do correct. that, yeah. but they couldn't help but think. Otherwise, because that's all they see, they have seen. So, and and let and last but not least, with Tim Scott, funny thing, Rembrandt. Mm-hmm. Why, anytime you see him in a group of Republicans or something, and this is more visual than it is anything, mm-hmm. he says it's not racist. Mm-hmm. You don't see them patting anybody else on the head, but him. But him. I, I thought they I was the only one had noticed that. They pat him on they the head. They pat like him on the head. Dog or like, yes. <laughs> yes. They Boy. pat him on the head like a little dog or something. Mm-hmm. And he says it's not racist. Well, he, I guess he, he, he feels like, I guess, well, I don't want to say a man feel like a dog, but, uh, you know, he, 
I guess you know, a dog likes for you to pat him and rub him and everything, and they 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 appreciate it. So maybe maybe he gets he's appreciated getting pat on the head. I don't know. I don't know. I I know I would be highly insulted, but yes, he and I are two different people. Two different. I'd be worse than Fred Sanford. You know how people mm-hmm. touch Fred Sanford, and he politely lift their hand off, look at him, and lift their hand off us. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't even do that. He just sit there and smile, mm-hmm. ear to ear, big smile. He I don't I see how a man can sell his soul, uh, his soul and his whole race, his whole ethnic group out, just to keep an office. I just can't see it. I can't see. Well, that goes back to. He could have thought of another lie to tell than that. Man. Denzel portrayed it so well when he was playing Malcolm X. He was saying that the the mentality of steel Negro and the house Negro. Mm-hmm. He was saying the house Negro maintains a collective mentality. See, whatever goes on in the house, he's a part of it. Mm-hmm. He said, even when his master was sick, he say, "How do you feel?" And the bar, and the master would say, "I'm sick." And the steel Negro would turn around and say, "Yeah, boss, we sick." <laughs> But here's what. Now, you can look at Tim Scott. Look at American history. Tim Scott would have been a field Negro. He sure would have been. Yeah. He wouldn't have the light skin and, and hair, different uh, straight, long, straight hair, like a house Negro, because, you know, the house Negroes, the maid was the house Negroes' mama, and uh, and uh, Father of the house was the was his dearest, his real daddy, and uh, he wouldn't have been. But no, he's so glad to be there. He's so glad to be there that uh, he wouldn't tell it any kind of lie. That's a lie he could have saved. He, there were a million ways he he could have bowed out of that lie and went and, and tap dance around that one. Right. Yeah. So it's a sad situation we in. But but the first any remember on that in pursuing recovery or rehabilitation anything, mm-hmm. first thing you got to do for anybody can help you is admit you got a problem. Yeah, and I, I think he die and go to hell before he do that. <laughs> With that remember <laughs> that hey, enjoy it, have a good. All right, you have a good. Thank you for your call and comment. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, Jason? Let's go to Ike. Ike, all righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Ram Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Doing great. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you for taking the call. The first call is like you said, it is May 1st, and it is election day. Oh, yes, I knew something that's really heavy on my mind. Election Day 2021, May 1. The polls open at 7 o'clock this morning. They'll be open till 7 o'clock this evening. Find your voting place. And please, people, please, people, please get up and go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Don't let this pass. Go vote. Yes. Uh huh. And, and I will. I will. Since I'm not in the station, I am supporting a Carolyn on in a district four, and I am voting against both of those propositions. I want that to be known. But uh, well, Barnett, uh, you was talking about police and uh, the police shooting us, and you know, it always comes up talking about training. And oh. I was looking at an interview 
with Mike Motto mm -hmm. and uh, Smash Topic on uh, on uh, Facebook. And what people got to understand about Mike Motto, and I told him, he is a trained professional cover-up artist. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about police training, they only tell you the training that they'll let you know they're receiving. But they don't tell you how police are trained to lie on the, on, on the witness stand. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and I was listening to Smash ask him about uh, how, why the police keep telling you to stop resisting when you're not resisting. And he thought it was a, a, a call for backup on the police part. No, that is a ploy. Uh, I act in front of that camera that that cop is wearing when he say stop resisting and he's beating you to death and you ain't doing anything. That's when he goes to court. That's his, that's his, uh, testimony that you were resisting and he was telling you to stop resisting. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the young man that got killed in, uh, in, uh, Minnesota. The mm -hmm. lady hollered, taste the taser. Well, how many cops holler gun, gun when they finna shoot you? So what's the use of hollering taser, taser? See, all that is mm -hmm. training te technique to get them out of killing you. Well, that's uh, a technique uh, on how to kill and get away with it. That's right. all that is. And we got, and that is a train, something that they train to do. Now, I say this about police unions. Police unions portray uh, that they ended up uh, affecting this one in Dallas. Mm -hmm. They act like, uh, uh, and I mean the Dallas Police Association. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the Black Police Association. But they act like they for justice when they harbor more vigilante cops and murderers than anybody else do. Yeah. They withhold evidence. They lie. And Mike Motter said during the, the Geiger trial, he was trying to show them in the interview where she was mistreated. Uh, and, and her name was slandered about having a, a married boyfriend because she was a woman. And he said they wouldn't have done a man like that. But this is the same joker that thou guys teach Renee Howell because he was a woman. Mm -hmm. We have to watch all these uh, dog whistles and all these techniques that they use. And he, he said that he did not cover up everything. And I am a am guy to try out. Because he had a right to talk to her attorney. How many of us get to call out at the crime scene? Yeah. It has to wait after the investigation. So it's a bunch of lying going on and people sitting there talking to the man and believing his lies. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if they're not careful, he'll have them praying with him like he's leading them in prayer and he's the devil himself. Yeah. So I just want to put that out there. We have to quit being so gullible mm -hmm. techniques that they pulling on us and thinking they are for us because I'm not saying all police are bad but they don't want to weed out the bad police because if they did they'll quit doing these go for me fund me babies and sending all this other money out of these organizations uh, like Chevron, Chevron, I think they can what they probably spent a million dollars on this defense mm -hmm. he didn't have to pay well, these are police associations pays for lawyers. Even no matter how guilty these police are, they'll get them a lawyer and help defend them in, in any case that they go into. 
But now here's what. That little crash course that they take for training, they keep talking about training, they cannot suffice for years, from years of mommy and daddy's training, who taught them, who teaches them to hate, to not care, to want to kill. They do. They are taught this from a child. So you can't change that uh, this little crash uh, training. The training that they get is just is minuscule compared to what they've had all their lives. What you need is find some people who've been raised decently, some decently raised people. They think it's this fashionable and decent to be a racist. They come from backgrounds like that. And they seem to like to hire people from backgrounds like that. And I'm told that Dallas is always down in Mississippi, Alabama, and different states, deep south, uh, you know, searching for police. I'm told that they hear radio ads, all of that down there. Well, well see, they, they, go, they go out looking for these races. All over. I know Los Angeles did. Certain cities go out looking for races to be on their police force, and they like this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I close with this right here, real boy. If the police are so much for justice, why did so many police officers and some of them led the way on the attack of the Capitol? Is they so much for justice? Well, they're not. They, 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 they've been taught America is their country. It's God's right. gift to the yeah. it's God's gift to the white man. Right. God right. have mercy. All right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for taking my call. All right. Thank you. That clears the line. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Eddie. All righty. Good morning, Eddie. Yes. Good morning, Great Reverend. Thank you, Eddie. I want to thank you for your tax deductible pleasure and hoping you're having a good morning. I am God is my one and only charge and demand. I depend on God and God only for my life and my living. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, one. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. I just wanted to say, uh, Great Reverend, that this uh, America, as the last poet uh, said, America's a terrorist. And this guy, this orange clown that was uh, just put out of office, uh, allowed no one, not even himself, equality, uh, respect, or any dignity. But also, as the last poet says, when the the, uh, the uh, revolution comes, junkies yes. will quit their nodding and wake up. And some of the times in these revolutions, people have to eat rats. And mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of us BLACK people are up to that. No. No, we're not. Well, we have to understand that here in a society that have lied, mistreated, misused, abused, robbed, raped, done everything you could think of to a people, enslaved them, unempower them, and and make sure that every lie that could ever be dreamed of is told on them about them and keep telling it over and over. They begin to believe these things themselves. We have to deal with reteaching. Now, I do believe 
Every American child, every child raised up in America, and especially those coming from other countries too, everyone should take true American history. And we'll see how it come out then. If everyone learns the truth about America, but that's something most racist and some unthinking African-Americans can't deal with. Learning true American history. They can learn these little lies and fables and all these other things that have been taught down through the years that propagates and props up the white male as the ruler of everything. It was That's what the uh, educational system was set up for, was to educate white males. But if you start teaching the truth about America, that is the only way America will ever change. Yes, I do believe, too, Americans should know that this nation, so-called, is a corporation. Mm -hmm. And corporations are just like the D-E-B-I-L. Kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah, and they do it. Anything that gets in their way of a dollar, they will kill, steal, destroy. Oh, yeah. And then turn around, rewrite the story, and lie about it. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your call and comment. That clears the line, 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. We're in the midst of our spring grab pledge drive. We need those tax-deductible pledges coming in. And you can make that pledge by calling 972-647-1893. We need your pledges coming. We need your pledges coming. We need your pledges coming. Call your tax-deductible pledges in, 972-647-1893. Make those pledges. Make those pledges. Make them. 972-647-1893. Make those tax deductible pledges. That's 972-647-1893. Call your call call your pledge in. Call in. And call it in and pay it. And uh we sure would be happy. We should be happy. Yes, we are happy to serve you. We're happy to be a part of you. 972-647-1893. Call that pleasure and call it in now. There you go. There goes somebody. Y'all keep. Call that pleasure and call it, call it, call it, call it, call it. 972-647-1893. And uh, please, uh, be patient with him. Uh, he's trying to do this by himself, and it, that, that is extremely hard. It's extremely hard. Yeah, all those phone calls hidden at one time, and sometimes they all, they blank and then hit all of them all at once. But we still thank you. Any way you do it, just do it. Any way it go, just do it, do it. 
972-647-1893. Now, you can talk with that number. You can make a pledge with that number. You can do both. Take advantage of both. Make your pledge and talk. We always want to hear you talk. I don't ever want to cut you off from talking. But we have to have money in order to keep this thing going. There have been radio stations that are closing down like I don't know what here in Dallas. Stations you have listened to for years. But this pandemic has been something else. But if it wasn't for the people, it wasn't for y'all, Kenan would have been gone. Because we got hit by a tornado, our building no longer exists, the building we were in. Now, this was a high-rise, big high-rise. That tornado knocked that building, just tore it to pieces. And uh, we, we just had so many bad things to happen. But y'all have stood by us and still standing by us, and we still believe in you. We believe in you, and we want to make sure that you continue to believe in us because we represent you because you represent us when you pay your pledges. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you. As soon as uh, he gets back on off that, what he's doing now, I'm going to take your calls. Just be patient. I'm going to take your calls. I'm going to take your calls. Because I love taking your calls. I love to hear what you have to say. I learn a lot from my audience. Oh, y'all bring up some food for thought. Y'all bring up thought. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Yes. 972-647-1893. When you call and you want to talk, let him know you want to talk. You want to stay on the line and talk. After you make your place, let him know. You want to stay online. You want to stay online. Let him know and talk. We want you to talk. Oh, yes. If he accidentally cut you off, call back. Call back. Oh, yes. This is your talk show. This is your talk show. We talk about whatever you like. Because you take care and support this station. So we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Whatever you like to talk about, we'll do it. We'll do it. No problem. No problem. Isn't that Jason? No. Say, I want to talk. I make this prayer, but I want to talk also. Let him know. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Joyce Foreman. All righty. Good morning, school board trustee, Miss Foreman. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you this morning? I'm actually really blessed. I'm actually out uh, and wanted to just uh, do two things. Mm-hmm. Wanted to take an opportunity to tell you how much we appreciate you. And you're a radio mm-hmm. show. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for your pleasures. I'm look, every time I look at these sheets, I'm looking at your name. Thank you so much. I, I just want the, the people to understand the importance of, of the lessons and the teachings that you're bringing us as a community. Uh, I know that, you. That, that some people don't get it, but we need to get it because we need to understand the history. Mm-hmm. We need to understand where we're trying to go. Mm-hmm. And we need to be unified in our efforts. And the only way we can yes. do that is to be educated. That's right. So, so I right. just appreciate you so much uh, every Saturday morning bringing this to us uh, in a way that we can understand and opening up your forum so mm-hmm. others can have an opportunity to express themselves. Mm-hmm. That's right. Until we become educated about our past, our past history, our past struggles, our past victories. Until we are educated about that, we will never have the mentality to go forth and claim and possess our freedom. That's the only way we can do it. And today, very quickly, I just want to continue to encourage your listening audience to get out and vote. People died for the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that we we are voting in every election and need to have a better understanding that local elections are closer to us than national elections. That's right. We want to get out and vote for the president, but we don't want to vote for a school board member mm-hmm. or a council person. Mm-hmm. We need to do better in terms of our voting and make that that civic duty uh, number one in priority uh, in what we're trying to do. So I just wanted to take an opportunity to tell people today is election day. Mm-hmm. Uh, get out and vote. Vote your conscience. Vote the person of your choice. But vote. What are you telling them? Vote and vote often? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> vote and vote, and vote off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Councilwoman. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. I need for y'all to call in. Call in your, 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 your pledge. Call in to vote. It's very important. It's very important. Call in. Let us know that you voted. Call in. Do you realize right now we are in one of the biggest struggles we've been in ever in the history of America about us voting? The Republicans are coming up with every idea, every trick in the book to keep us from voting. They know the tide has shifted in this, in this country. And they know that if things were, were, were equal and things were fair, 
that they never would hardly ever win an election. So that what they got to do is block you and others from voting. They don't want you to vote. They're sending our young men off to war and young women off to war to fight. Say we want democracy in this country, democracy to spread worldwide. But at the same time, they're trying to destroy democracy at home. Come on, people. Get up, get up, get up. I know it's early on Saturday morning. It's almost 8 o'clock now. Time for you to get up. Get you a coffee. Get you a coffee. You may not have time to cook breakfast. Go on. Get you a coffee and go on down there to that poll and vote. The one thing they don't want you to do. There are many things they don't want you to do, but that, that this is the kickoff to the game right here. Or the tip-off. They don't want you to vote, people. Now, 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 now please don't let them defeat us and make ourselves look bad by not voting. Now, the election that affects you the most is the election that's closest to you. Those are the people that that affect you, your, your, your everyday life the most is those closest right here with you. President Biden can do a lot of things and and, and, and pass a lot of bills, do some things there in Washington. But it has to filter, filter through the hands of those are here locally. They will make the final decision, decision on what's made in Washington. So come on, people. Get up. I know you're relaxing everything. Get your coffee and go on down to the polls and vote. It's just that simple to go to the polls and vote. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. That's the number to call. That's the number that you need to call. Call us. Make a pledge. And then vote. Call us. Make a pledge. Talk to us. Then vote. You've already pledged. Call. Talk to us. Talk to us. Never know. You might inspire someone to vote. To do right. Let's do what's right. Let's do what's right. Let's act like we care about ourselves, our families, our, our loved ones, our children. Some of, for some of us, our grandchildren. Some of the others, great grands, and all of that. Let's look out for them by going to the polls and, and, and keep up with. Those you vote for. Keep up with that person. Please. Please. Please vote. Please, let's get up and go to the polls. Get up. Go to the polls. Can't you uh, 
Can't you smell that coffee brewing? It may not be on the stove yet, or in the percolator, or whatever. It sure smells good. Get up and go get your coffee, then go down to the poles. You never know, you might have a croissant or something with it, and uh, you might have a donut or whatever. But come on, people, get up, get up, go to the polls, get up, go to the polls. This is what those who are against you, your opponents, your foes, they don't want you to get up and vote. They want you to find the reason. I ain't none of them doing nothing. They they, They love for you to think like that. Because so much go on that if you're not really holding your ear to the ground, you won't hear. Sometimes it's being reported to you, but you're not listening carefully enough. You got to listen carefully. Sometimes things are just yelled so loud and so much that it becomes an issue to you. There are a lot of things that are being voted on are real issues, but since people are not screaming and hollering and fighting, you don't think it's that big a deal. Oh, yes, it is. There are a lot of things that are big deals. They're changing on every hand, from the school board to city council, state representatives, counties, everybody. Things are changing. Bills are being passed. And you could affect that by voting for the right people. So come on, people, get up and go to the polls. See, when you vote, you're renewing it for a later election. You're renewing your right to vote. Because every time you vote, you get so much time after that vote to stay on the roster to vote. So come on, 972-647-1893. Want you to go to the polls. Thank you all who are calling. Thank you for calling and making your tax deductible pledge now. That's why I'm waiting on y'all making pledges. I'm not going to rush that. I'm not going to rush it. We have to do this in order to stay on the air and keep the station going. We have to do this. This is, uh, have to be here. And, uh, we don't want to go by way of the wind like other radio stations in this market has gone. Stations that you really thought would be here. That you, they would be here and we'd be gone. No, just after. We depend on you. And we know when we depend on the people and treat the people right and do everything we can for the people, the people will treat us right. Will treat us right. We here. We here for you. I speak up for you. I true. I do my best to try to inform you. If can be, educate you. I do my best to do this, and uh, we. You have been good to this show. 
You are good to this show. Are you good to this show? And I will make the show even better. Because you're so good to us. And we want you to continue to be good. People always talk about what an intelligent audience I have. Wonderful audience. Wonderful people. You got a lot of people that don't call who think they're intelligent. And when you search behind the scenes, they really don't know what's going on. Wow. It's 8 o'clock already? Oh, 972-647-1893. I'll take your calls right after the 8 o'clock break. So, stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I also invite you tomorrow morning, 9.30, at Marion Barnett Sr. on Facebook. Listen to Heavenly Joy Church. Listen to us tomorrow morning, 9.30, every Sunday morning, 9.30, 9.30, Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr. Listen to us and participate in that. You are invited and invite others. Y'all invite others. Invite everybody. Invite everybody. All right. I promise you I'll take your calls. All right. Who do we have on the line? We have a call from Leonard. Leonard? All righty. Good morning, Leonard. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Yes. Uh All right. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to vote it, and I, I, I love your show. You're oh, doing thank a good you. job. Thank you. Yes. You're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Leonard. And I, I got a chance to vote for Omar. If they don't know who to vote for, I'm out in West Dallas. you in West Dallas? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that where you live? Street. Yeah, I live in West Dallas. On corner live and that. Mm-hmm. And by Kansas Drive. Mm-hmm. All right, that's... You voted already. You've done your civic duty. Yeah, well, I've been voting all my life. They taught me that. And a lot of, like you said, a lot of people die for the right to vote. Yeah, that's that's correct. And we need to get out and vote, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you say to those who don't want to vote and say, it don't matter, my my vote don't count? What do you say to them? Well, they they, they, they think it's wrong because they they both do count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, if we need they can't vote, because when they don't vote, they go on to the other side. Mm-hmm. You're actually voting for your opponent who you don't want to see to win. When you don't, when you fail to vote, you are really still voting. You're uh-huh. voting for the person that you really don't really want to see that. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Leonard. We thank you for your call and comment. All right. You have a blessed day. Okay. Uh-huh. That comes the line. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. We want those tax-deductible pledges coming also. I have to remind you. 
remind you. 972-647-1893. Call in your pledge and vote with that same number. Same number, 972-647-1893. That's the number. That's the magic number this morning. This, that's the magic number every Saturday morning. That's the magic number. That's the magic number. But when we, when we hear statements, let me tell y'all something. When we used to hear statements like this black senator from South Carolina make a statement so utterly ridiculous that America is not a racist country. When we hear stuff like that, that ought to inspire you to want to go vote, wishing you could vote a, a, a million times. That ought to make you. As much as you have to go through with, on your jobs, on the streets, or in your schools, wherever you might be, much richer than you have to put up with. These kids get together, paint themselves up, paint their black face, paint uh, their hair and all these other things, and it's fun to them. It's more of this mess happening at these high schools around here. Not around, just around here, everywhere that these kids were having slave auctions. This mess is running wild. This is nothing new. They've always done this. And this, and this man says, oh, there's no racism. Uh, you know, race, America is not a racist country. What does it take to break that slave mentality. That's a slave mentality. Master's good to me. He's good. No, you're not racist. What, what will it take to just break the backs of the mentality that we have going on in America? What does it take? What does it take? What does it take to break the backs of the typical everyday American, white American, that don't want to admit to this and deal with it? I'm not, I don't give any slack because they know better. They know better. There's no such thing as they overlook this and don't know any better. That's a lie. You, in 2021, yes, they know better. They just want to continue the practice. Continue the practice of racism, bigotry, hatred, and ignorance. Continue the practice of division to make sure that they remain on top. Believe me, that day is coming to an end. That day is coming to an end. God's going to replace it with people 
We're not worried about who's on top, on top. Just live, learn to live together as human beings. But these people would rather live like animals, forever competing. Go to the zoo. You see animals in the cages together, having to live there together. But they are always squabbling rats and competing. That's the way animals act. That's not the way human beings act. It's just a, a terrible situation. As if someone wants to overthrow them. No, that's your own conscience dealing with you there. That's your conscience. Not ours. Because the typical black man ain't worried about trying to overthrow nobody. Always worry about his trying to make it another day. Some people think about things. Oh, yes, we have the power. We have the strength. We think in those terms. Don't think about trying to worry about trying to overthrow some other, some other man. Mistreat somebody else. Man, life is too short for that. To be mistreated. To want to kill somebody else. What kind of people are these? Oh, I know what you are. I know what you are. I know who you are in the Bible. You teach lies. In the Bible, I'll go to it. I'll go to it. And tell people that a Gentile is anything but a... That's not a Christian or a Jew. That's a lie. Gentile was ethnic group people. Was a people. Europeans. You don't find a people of color Gentile. The Bible talks about you. It talks about how people should be cognizant, cognizant of you. Well, when we see that out of all that, people are not worried about you, not concerned about trying to harm you, or doing anything, you cause problems because you're always trying to harm someone else. This is a sad situation we're living in. Come on, it's a sad world. Call me, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Call. You want to talk about it? Call. If you want to want to dialogue on it, call me. Call me. Some of you who say you are you are Christian conservative, you have judo Christian morals. Some of you who are right wing, call me. Debate with me on this, on your great morals. You need to cut that out because you even got some black people who believe you when you say that. You got brown people who believe you. But if you have all that, call and dialogue with me. 
Let's discuss it. Let's discuss it, you Judo-Christian morals. Believe me, they're not there. They're not there. Because if you were a real Christian people, this bigotry, hatred, and ignorance would not be in America. It would be the country that is propped up to be. It would be that. Come on. Call. Dialogue with me. Catch me on a day like today. Catch me on a day like today. I may not be thinking as sharp today as I normally do. Call me. Call in dialogue with me. This, the only way we can ever settle this thing, we have, to, we have to talk about it. Let's discuss it. Why is it you don't want to discuss it? Because you know you're wrong? I wonder. Jason, who do we have? We have a call from Imani. Imani? All right. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How you feeling? Fine. How are you this morning? Uh, I got to get ready for another funeral. Looks like they're rolling pretty fast now. Say so what? Oh, who passed? Are you on? Well, I got to go one of uh, Mr. Right, his name was Mr. Richards. He passed on a, a couple of weeks ago. He had a fire and he had, he had you know, they brought him home. And his name is Mr. Richards and he's in South Dallas. And he was, he was about 80, he was about 89 years old. And he mm-hmm. came out, I mean, he lived in Colonia for years and years and years. And he, and he Mr. Richards. Came home and then, yes, sir. It's a like cornerstone. Did he, did, he, did he live up there close to that, uh, that Mesa, uh, Masonic Hall? Yes, sir. I think I know him. I think I knew him. So oh. I'm going to go up there and celebrate his, uh, celebrate his life. Now, he, he didn't die from COVID, did he? No, he came home from the hospital. No, he... He came home and he got sick and they brought him home and then the house caught a fire and smoked him Oh, my goodness. Was he there by himself? Yes, sir. You know, Grandpa, that's a good subject because you know how many lonely old people we have now. You know, know, you're right because it seems to be more of them now than it used to be. For one while, they pretty well had wiped it out. When we were kids, there was a whole lot of it. But they sort of took care of them, and people, the families took care of them, the people, the kids, grandkids, and then they built homes for them. But it seems like a lot of old people are dying at home by themselves now. Yeah. I you wish somebody who worked in that field would call. Maybe it's our ma- imagination. Maybe uh, could yeah. you call and give That's us some, not- some serious numbers? It's not... It's, uh, you remember, I listened to Dr. Henry Clark on YouTube. Dr. Mm-hmm. Henry Clark, before the invaders came to Africa, where every day started on the Nile River, mm-hmm. and that's why I called in, because I heard you talking about that. Yeah. But we didn't know anything about jails. We didn't know anything about our best, our best homes. We didn't no. know anything about police brutality. We had a village there. The village considered there was a farmer. Yeah. And what we don't have now is what I'm trying to build internally in my family. We need to start working on our family because we have been divided and we've been conquered. We've been really lynched. Oh, yeah. And so I studied that for a long time. And I study. I read a lot of books, everybody. Mm-hmm. I study. I don't just stay back and talk. 
mm-hmm. talk and talk. And I do my homework. And that's why I'm working with Dr. Claude Anderson now. Mm-hmm. Great man, great man, great. I was listening to him the other day uh, speaking. Ah, he has some wonderful ideas. He's a great man. Are they coming back to Houston? Do you have you heard yet? Uh, He and Boyce, Boyce Watkins, and are they coming back to Houston? Well, what we're doing now, I'm the local representative here, and what we're doing now, we're trying to get the high speed rail trail, that rail. You know, the infrastructure project. Mm-hmm. We are working on that right now. I talked to his wife the other day. <clears throat> so we we going to, and more than what, we're tired of begging for reparations. We have our own reparation plan. And, and the country, we won't beg them anymore for anything. We don't want anything from them. We don't have our own stations and educational systems and all that. All we need to do, we don't even have the money now. We <laughs> not even have, we have the money. We try to get them to give us, give us that high station coming from all. I-95, the old cotton trail, mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing right now. And so, powernomics, and so, <clears throat> we got money with Ice Cube and Kanye West and everybody giving us money. So, what we're doing now, we're finna build powernomics. That's why I asked everybody to read the powernomics book, because we do have a vertical, <laughs> not a horizontal. We're not laying down anymore. We're going to stand up, horizontal, up and down, you know? So... We have a plan, and I want to tell you something. You know, he spoke on the Red Heart. You know, the mm-hmm. Bible Revelation. Okay, think about it. What color is the red, the flag of, our, of the Southern flag? What color is what? This, which one? The uh, Confederate South. battle flag? Which one are you talking about? Yes. The Confederate battle flag. All right, that, that's red. And it's red. a... It's a, yeah, it's a, a you biblical. Yeah. Okay. So, what color was Trump's hat? What color was Trump's what? Hat. You know, his hat, you know, that's make America white. I mean, Gabe great again. Oh, that was red. When I think about it. Yeah. I'm telling you, subliminal messages. Now, what color was the state? Most of the states that voted with them, they call them what? Red Red states? Yeah. All this is a, is a subliminal message. Yes, sir. And we know it, and, and a lot of us know it, and a lot of us still wasn't waiting on the other thing. You know, yeah. opening plans and all that. But yeah. I don't know why God gave us hands and a brain. Yeah. You have to brain. watch things to be a mess. But in money, I, I've run past time. But I thank you. I thank for your call and comment. And you, y'all can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, we're back. And segment number two, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Need you to call and make that tax deductible pledge and call and talk to me. Talk to me. I want to talk to you. I want to talk. Don't you ever feel bad. So when I, I don't have it with me right now. You can get it, but call and talk to me. I have a kind of audience. Most talk show hosts can't say this. I can't. I can say, call and talk to me. You're in place, right? Because y'all take 
good care of me and this show. Y'all take care of this show. Oh, we thank God for you. We thank God for you. And I want to give y'all every opportunity. Not even during pleasure now, anytime, you know, I love for you to call me. And most of the time, uh, the line stays jam most of the time. I'm on air. That's just why you don't have to get to pleasure drive and become bashful. If, you, if I've said something that we are uh, something on your mind, you want to talk to me about whether you pledge or not, call and tell me. Because I know whenever you get it, you're going to pledge it. And when you get it, you, you pay it. Y'all do that. I, see, I have audience that I can trust that these people are going to do right. I trust you. In my, you may not have something on you and feel ashamed pleasure. Just call in and pleasure now. I mean, just call in and talk to me anyhow. No, I can trust my audience. Y'all are some good people. Man, y'all are some good people. Y'all are some good people. Oh, my goodness. Y'all are calling. But all y'all calling, all these folk, none of them want to play to all these folk. I mean, none of them want to. They don't want to talk. Now, I have had a genius on the call that don't want to talk. You're making your pledges. So, I just have people I can trust. Isn't that something? God will give you good people. He's giving me good people. A lot of good people. A lot of good people. Jason said, y'all, they're here. They sure. I got this long list of pledges, but see, they don't want to talk this morning. Is it too much out there to talk about? Ooh, it's so much happening. The 35 years I've been here, I don't think I've ever, I know I've never seen it like this. Well, we're just getting shut down, shut down. It don't matter. People are dying. The pandemic. I've never seen nothing like this before. Never faced this before. Things that are visible, I can approach them and approach them boldly. But there's some things out there now that's just, whoo. See, look how they call. They're just feeling the lines up. That's wonderful. Bring a call in. Yeah, this is Leon. Yeah, all right. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you this morning? Well, I'm trying to recover from that early voting I did uh, in the past uh, eight, nine days straight. I was in a precinct on the north side, and they, like, wore us out. Uh, did they vote? Uh, let me explain to you. Well, this early voting, we only did 4,000 voters. But during the presidential election, they did 28,000 voters. Uh, that's about par for the course for Dallas. Yeah, that's about par for the course. For that one precinct. But my precinct mm-hmm. that I usually work on the southern sector, we have over 1,000 registered voters, and we're lucky to get 100. So you can Ooh. see the, uh, you can see the, uh, the diametric, enthusiasm 
uh, that they have on the north side as opposed to the southern side. And, and that has part to do with why uh, these, the services in the southern sector that the city provides are not as uh, uh, equal. They, the voting mm-hmm. is just not there. Uh, there are pe- people, according to the polling uh, machines, are registered. There's over 1,000 in one precinct that I was uh, worked for like last five elections, and they're just not voting. And uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, the election's going on now, but it's a waste of all the things that the civil rights movement stood for, what Martin Luther King and those guys sacrificed for mm-hmm. when you're not voting. And uh, you could see by the last election that your vote does count. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just tragic that in the Southern sector, those people are so disengaged. But uh, let's get to the root of this problem. Some of it is just people are lazy and tired and won't vote. But do the media really cover these local these local elections coming up to the election? Are they on the newscast? If they give them more than just a snippet and keep going, is there not an element out there that's in power really don't want us to go to the polls? Mm. That's out there. I'm looking at the media all this week, the newscast. I'm looking at four, five, eight, eleven. But they hardly spend any time on the on the elections at all. Ah, uh, I see your point. See, and then if you don't announce it, people tend to forget. Mm-hmm. So this is not by accident. This is by happenstance that people don't vote. Because then it's not played up as it being anything important. Okay. And that's why we need to get on that media that's on every day, that should be pushing the election, should be pushing certain people. But remember, the media is owned by the status quo. Right. Mm-hmm. The big shots that are in power own the media. And they have directed the people that runs the, the media swarm. Uh, that, no, keep that low key. Keep it down low. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't even announce it tonight. Don't even talk about it. Cause we like what we're doing. We like what's happening. So if we don't let them know it's, it's what's going on, they won't vote. That's what's happening. Okay. I'll just be honest with you. So. Well, that's, that's I'm not I'm not so hard on the people because I know the average one listening to me right now haven't heard it twice, uh, probably twice this whole week. Election day today. A lot of people didn't even know today was May first. No, this was happening in this town, man. Well, that's why you're so important, Rob Barnett, because you you sound well, are, the law. People are people are 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 so are sure interested because all my every line I got is full. Every line they've been poor, they've been calling, they've been paying their pledges, saying they voting. Pay mine too. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You see, we have to really be real, realize tricks are played on us. 
Okay. A lot of people don't right. believe it. Oh. Until they see it. Right. The right. kind of tricks played on us. Right. But the media he we have here in Dallas for work. None of them. I think I heard one station mentioned it one time. That was Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere along there. Got an election coming up. They showed one one uh, district in Fort Worth, something about the mayor. See, the only time you hear something about politics, I heard about that mayor Reyes uh, in Fort Worth. They played those commercials. They got to pay them to make money. Right. But uh, I didn't hear anything about anything else. Right. No. Uh, the candidate. Right. No. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's... We have to stay on top of things. I'm, I'm, I think some people might depend more on their telephone for their needs than they do their television. That's sad, isn't it? Well, you know, that's you calling it like you see it, and that's why you, you, that's why you need to stay. We need to support you at KNON because you call it like you see it, and you don't have to worry well, about the fault. Uh, all I'm doing is telling you the truth. That's Any, right. Anybody can see it, but. They, we they have to, we have to, we have to stay on top of this thing. So people who are out there listening now, please go to the polls and vote. Every line I got is, is jammed up. But you didn't hear about it over the week. It has not been pushed. All right. Thank you for your call, Dion. That close the line, 972-617-1893. Who do we have, Jason? Got a call from Tony. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, man. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? All right, all right. I'm going to try to get three points in real quick. Mm-hmm. One thing is this. I asked a guy, he's a white, and he's a, he's a conservative, uh, he's a Republican. I asked mm-hmm. him, you know, do you, are you going to vote May 1st? You know what? He said no. Mm-hmm. He, I said, so, so you vote for national politics. And he said, yeah. I said, so you don't care about folks? No, that's not, that's not, that's not the truth. I said, wait a minute. You just told me you're not voting. And you don't vote in local elections. But you you vote on both, uh, on abortion and religious reasons, but you're not voting in regular elections. So, so what that tells me is that people talk loud and say nothing. You know, uh, people always want something from the government, but don't vote. So mm-hmm. to me, if I'm a politician, I don't need everybody to vote. And then, and then when I take your rights away from you, then you, you want to run march. You know, it, it amazes me that we go marching and no one ever has voting registration when they march to happen. Never, never, never. Mm-hmm. And it's organized by black people. So, so, and to me, this, 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 this is the barometer that tells me how fed up we are. We, we talked about the trial in Minnesota. We talked about what happened in North Carolina. But you never see the voting follow the actions of the marches and the madness and all the veggies that come behind it. That mm-hmm. tells me that we're not fed up then. That way it tells me off top. So, so when the politician talked to me and said, hey, you know, uh, uh, we need to march, I, I asked him, I said, show me the voting road, show me the voting after every time you march, and you can't even move the numbers. So really, what you're talking, you, 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 we just like action. And that's just one point. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my second point is this. 
Have you noticed that the the, 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 the city uh, police chief has not been tested? There's been a lot of shootings in Dallas. And the first thing they say is crime is low. Did we not go through COVID? Oh, I forgot. I forgot that we through COVID. That's why crime is low. And there's been a lot of shootings. But if Renee Hall was in office right now, they would... Every, every one of those shootings was her fault. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, I've so, seen... Uh, we've seen the change in the, the atmosphere around the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we got rid of, they got rid of the black woman. Now, these these bad criminals. But before then, it was that worthless cheap. Yes. Oh, Dallas is, you know how Dallas is. You you got that clown with that police association. He's no earthly good. And then you see how racist Dallas is. I don't care what the senator says. And, uh, you know, it, this is, this is not going to change until we do what you say do. Vote. And, like we should. And my, and my last one is this. If George Foreman could do this, you know, the, the, the outside of D didn't show all, all the schools that made the, um, the national, um, news, U.S. News World Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Giller made it. Uh, Lester, uh, Trinidad, uh, Trinidad Garza. There's a lot of schools that were on that on that list. It's amazing how you have a media apparatus in Dallas ISD, mm-hmm. and they want people to come back to their schools, and they didn't even show all the schools who made the list. And when I, when I see this list, this is 24,000 schools. Mm-hmm. And you had at least at least that I counted by least, and I could be exaggerating, but not by much, by at least 12 or 13 schools in Dallas ISD that made the list. Out of twenty-four thousand schools, mm-hmm. and, and guess what? What's All that you hear was you, you, heard, you heard the fort. You heard, you heard about uh, tag science mm-hmm. and all the other ones and uh, law, but you didn't hear about the other schools that, that 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 if you want people to come back to your school district, I see Miguel Solis said, you know, he always on Twitter talking about that. But he I, that tells me your character that you can't even celebrate the schools that not your top five. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, this is what we're doing, and this is why we want you to go back to school. How are you with that? Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you for that information. Yes, that's good information. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have next? All right, we have a call from Mr. T. Mr. T? All righty, good morning, Mr. T. Yeah, how are you doing, Hunter? Yeah, Fine. It's, uh, it's my first time ever calling in to... Uh, to hear uh, what's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess I have a question. Um, and my question is, um, from what I've seen, I've been living in this state now for about 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved from up north, from Wisconsin here to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess my question is, um, what I don't see uh, is a lot of um, children, African-American children, not learning cultural education based on uh, who they are as individuals. Um, meaning you say you, you don't see them learning? Um, and, and African cultural education. I teach African cultural education mm-hmm. um, and, I don't, and, I, yeah, and I don't see that. Um, I am a big historian on our uh, education and their teaching and things of that nature mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of things that I do not see um, that actually does need to be taught. And I guess, in my opinion, 
um, some of the things that I've seen is based on that. So um, I am in contact with some people in the community, but as a big whole, um, I don't see um, the education that needs to be taught to them to make them better individuals. So uh, I guess I'm just wondering why that is. Because it's not taught uh, in the schools. And our people haven't demanded, enough people have not demanded that this be taught. It should be taught in every school system here, not only in Dallas, but clean across the United States. Every child should study true American history. If you study true American history, all that would be a part of it. If you study true American history, and I know it will take a special teacher to teach it, but there are those who can teach this subject matter. And uh, when well, you see that, you'll change, you'll see a changed country. Totally changed. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying as far it, it should be. Um, but, again, I, I'll just give you a small example. Um, I just, um, I'm in contact with a great historian. Um, if you don't know who he is, look him up. Um, his name is uh, Ronoko Rashidi. Um, he, he's a great, great historian. Um, he, he's been all over the world, uh, especially in Africa. So uh, he's, a, he's just a, I mean, this guy is just an astute man of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And All right. what I'm saying mm -hmm. is, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, where are you from, you say? Oh, is he gone? Okay, all righty. Here comes the 9972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Day, a big affair, picnic. This 5100 North Jim Miller, and uh, everybody's invited. You can vote there, everything. Today, uh, I guess it's what, 9 or 10 o'clock. I didn't get starting time, but it's today. And, uh, you know, it's Bunny Matthias, is, uh, it's a big part of this, and everything. You know, whenever. Bunny's having something. Everybody is invited. Now, she, they do not discriminate. Lord have mercy. And uh, everybody's invited. So come on over. That's Jim Miller and R.L. Thornton. Jim Miller and R.L. Thornton. So listen to that show and come on there. You'll get the gist of everything. All righty. We, uh, come on, let's try to take, let's try to get some 20-second calls. That's all. Okay, this is Bill. All right. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barney. I'll be quick. Uh, mm -hmm. You hit the nail on the head about 
about the, uh, the media not publicizing the, vote, the, uh, the voting. They're debate. real quiet, weren't they? They're real quiet. All the stations, all the stations, they don't say anything. Mm -hmm. They don't say, they don't, you know, any other time, well, you know, they, they publicize, you know, murders and robberies and, mm -hmm. robberies and whatever. And, but, you know, when it comes to something as important as elections, they don't, they don't publicize it at all. No, because they don't want anything to change. No, they don't want anything See, to change. See, if they want to change, they'd be publicizing the elections, trying to get some yep. fresh blood in there. But when, this, when the status quo is what they like, they don't say a word. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all I had to say, Fish Barnett. I know you... you all right. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for being expeditious. All righty. Bring me another All right. One. Let's go to James. James. All righty. Good morning, James. Good morning, Reverend. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. First of all, I, I hate pledges. That's why I just go ahead and make my little donation with my uh, debit card and, and get through with it, right? I certainly appreciate uh, it. Okay. Now, uh, number two about voting. Uh, the system, you know, I run into these uh, revolutionary types all the time that don't vote. Uh, and oh, they don't God. seem to understand that the system is not set up to reflect the interests of the people and we have to fight to make sure that it does reflect the interests of the people. So true, one thing so I'd like one thing I'd like to see is uh, discussion groups on every job site so that the issues can be discussed and so uh, we can move forth and elect somebody to reflect the interests of That's the right. people. Anyway, I'm mm -hmm. I'm um, I'm cutting it short because I know you you got uh, you, you gotta go in a few minutes so yeah, but uh, everybody needs to everybody needs to vote. It's a tool, it's only a tool and we need to use it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, I would give you a line to clear, but we probably wouldn't have time. I still got a lot of lines full of calls. All righty, bring me up another one. All right, we have a call from another James. All right, good morning, James. Good morning, Dr. Burnett. How are you, sir? I'm doing wonderful. Good morning. I'm going to tell you, we have free food over here, twenty six, twenty seven dollars Street at the Residence of Church Garden Class. Okay. And you can vote here also. Okay. Uh, you can go over there and vote, Evangelist. That's on Doris. That's right off Bay, isn't it? Yes, sir. Okay. Go down there and uh, I think that's, what is it, Bonton area? Uh, yes, sir. And uh, go down there and... Vote and eat. Yes, sir. Yeah, do it like that. Let them vote first, then let them eat. Because if yes. they eat first, they may get too lazy to vote. So <laughs> go and get you some good food and vote. You can't beat that deal. Thank you, sir. Feeding them to vote. Thank you, sir. Have a good Thank day. You. All right. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let me go and just call the ones I got on because I don't know. Bring another. All right, one. this is Carolyn Arnold. Carolyn Arnold. All righty. Uh, Councilwoman here. All right. Okay. Good morning, Miss Arnold. How are you this morning? Well, we up knocking, rocking, and popping, and encouraging everyone that's left here to get on out and vote. I've heard the comments, and and you're right. The media hadn't really been on top of it, encouraging us to get out, and I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. that role there that they're trying to take but I do want to encourage us to get out because it, it changes the dynamic uh, as we move forward uh, and moving into redistricting because you know that's going to mean we're going to change districts down the road here yeah. in the next year 
So we need folks to get on out, and there are some very critical issues that we've got to face, so we appreciate you giving us a chance to tell folks. Uh, uh, as the gentleman said earlier, we do all the talking and protesting, but the vote doesn't follow, <laughs> follow mm -hmm. all that action and energy. And so I can't figure that one out. But we appreciate you letting us get on this morning. And mm -hmm. uh, we want you to just continue to stay where you are, Reverend Barnett. You know, forget about the rest of the media. You're the only media that we're going to need right now this morning, encouraging everyone to get out. Yes, uh, please. Seven seven, the polls please. are open. Yeah. Please. So we need to take I tell them to go, go and vote and vote often. That's yeah. When, yeah. The future depends on it, whether they believe it or not. Yeah. We are just about out of time, but uh, uh, yeah. but uh, please, people, please, people, please, people, go to the polls and vote. Please go and vote. And there was some of them, I've never heard it, but it's a good idea that this church will feed you if you come and vote. So uh, please go and vote. Thank you, uh, Councilwoman. Oh, all right. Got to get out here. Got to run. Coming next is Workers Beat. And stay tuned to the great programming here on KNON. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow morning, 930. Workers Beat is coming.